thing. I can't, like, I walked upstairs and I thought I was going to fucking have a heart attack and die. Um, is it both your ears or just one? It's really, it's the one that always gets them. Um, the one that always gets Yeah, you. so um, as soon as I can, I'm just going to go to the doctor and get it. Like, when I tell you, oh my God, I stuck my finger, my finger, and it was like yeah. caked. And Graham Gunk. was like... And it's not... Is that because of COVID? Well, whenever I get, like, any form of, like, a viral infection, my ears go. So, like, I'm sure, like, the COVID is what's causing it. Pretty sure Lily has it now, so we're going to test her in the morning. Lily has COVID? I think so. She's got, like... She says that she's... Is she showing symptoms? Well, she says she has a headache. So... Fuck. Oh, it's a headache it starts with, is it? Uh, yeah, you kind of feel, like, tired and headachey. Crappy. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh... Like... And then you kind of... The whole house is down with the COVID. Yeah, Graham's symptoms are... He's got symptoms now, but they're not, like, terrible. Not bad. No. Um, he hasn't gotten terrible. Well, that's good. That's something, at least, I suppose. He's, he does feel unwell, but, but, like, yeah. Um, I just feel... I feel bad because I gave it to the moat. Like... Yeah, but, like, it was inevitably going to happen. You're in the same house as them. Yeah. But he didn't fucking help. You know I, mean? I said to him and today, you had it before. Uh, I had like work got me like a big giant dairy milk and left it at the like front door, and I can't. When I say Aww. I can't taste anything now, really, I can taste Fuck. sweetness and saltiness, and that's it. And anything in between, nothing no. in between. And so like I keep, I have like no desire to eat, not because I'm not hungry, just because I'm not enjoying it. Um, I'm not enjoying it. So, like, I had a salted caramel, a hot, a hot chocolate salted caramel one, and I could just taste it. was just like drinking hot salt. Um, really? Yeah, I can't taste anything. And um, that's so weird, dude. No, I cannot. When I say I can't smell anything, I absolutely cannot smell anything. Nothing. You could be reeking. I now. I have to keep saying to Graham. So I like had a shower this morning. So I'm so like, do I smell? Um, <laughs> like you know as well. Like if you're like at something with your hands, like yeah, you don't know. I cannot like, if you're... smell. I can't smell. When I say no, I can't smell perfume. I can't smell anything. This is insane. Um, I'm so upset if it doesn't come back. Like I love food. It will come back. It will come back. No, it definitely will come back. Don't worry. Why do it's, I look not, like it's uh, rare that people lose it? Like I'm the image of uh, is a pyro pyro. What's his name? A pyro. Like I'm the image of him. What's <laughs> that do? You look nothing like pyro. Like <laughs> I look like a used car salesperson from 1976. You look like you know that uh, Foo Fighters video where they're all dressed up with the in the 70s gear. Yes. You look like that. Yes. I think we should have... I love this Like, mustache. I think a moustache would suit For all both times. of us. I think we need to grow some... I just won't shave, shave my moustache for a couple of months, and I will absolutely have it's this. It's about two days, like... Going on. Literally a day before my period. <laughs> Full-blown moustache. Like, yeah, like, I wake up, and I'm like, oh, my period's coming. And Graham's like, how'd you know? Like, because I've got a beard. Um, should we tell everyone that you have COVID? Yes. Absolutely. Sarah has COVID. I have COVID. Sarah, Sarah's entire house has the Rona. It's a diseased house. I like the way Colin was trying to chart, get people to join up on the Patreon to find out what disease I had this week. What what disease you had? What ailment you had? What new? Sarah has COVID. So we're, we're recording through Zoom. So yeah, the, the sound isn't going to be 100%. Uh, so we apologise in advance, but we got to make do for the time being, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, um, until this dirty bitch is not sick anymore. isolation day is Friday. Oh, nice. So, one more week. That's not too bad, hun. No. You'll get through it. Ollie is here with me. And at least Graham and Lily are there with you. And you know what I mean? It's not like you're by yourself. No, that's it. it honestly... Did you, pur- did you purposely get Graham sick so he had to hang out No, I was being really good. He was being really bad. He's terrible. I am... Um, really? Yeah. Like... I stayed in the bedroom... I wouldn't let him come in. I was like, yeah. Uh, and then he was like, oh, I just, you know, uh, I really want to come in and get like this and that and this and that and this and that. And then I was like, uh, I had a dairy milk and he took it downstairs and put it in the kitchen press. So he deserves to get COVID. But you know something, Sarah? I'd say he had it. He's had that before. 
Like when you got when you got tested, I'd say he probably already had it. Do you know what I mean? He was with me. He got tested because... that day. Oh yeah, it was negative, yeah. wasn't it? But it could have been just that it hadn't kicked in yet or whatever. I don't know. I don't fully understand any of this. This disease is a mess. I'm. It's crazy. like why do I have no taste or smell? They don't know. I've googled. Uh, yeah, I've read so loads strange. of articles and. Uh, yeah, they've no. There's no actual reason for it. Like. We're like we don't know why. But at least you haven't got. The, you haven't gotten that thing where his stuff smells rotten, so that's good. No, I don't have that. That rancid thing. But sometimes, depending on where it lands in my mouth, it tastes bad. So on this side... Uh, really? Yeah. What the fuck is this thing? It's insane, and I'm not dude. even joking. If I can never, like, taste... No, you will. Cheese you will, you will, you again. Will. Don't think like that. No, you will. You will taste the cheese. Like... It will taste the brie. And the gorgonzola. Food videos from Disneyland, and I was like, "If I get to Disneyland, I can't taste any of this food. <laughs> I want a full refund." And burning Mickey to the ground. Yeah. No, you will. You'll be able to. Don't worry. No, things will get. Listen, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but I, I, I have faith. I hope so. But you gotta have faith. faith, faith. I gotta have. Baby, far from the Rhone area, okay. Uh, yeah. No, I'm like I'm <laughs> fine. I'm fine. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I sound Sarah. awful. I sound like I've had an asthma attack. Yeah, you sound super, like, bunged up and wheezy. Yeah, no, it takes a lot You're like... to, br- to talk. Mm. Um, yeah. And, like, I, t- I don't know. Today I decided because there's something wrong with me and I can't... I think I have, like, ADHD. Anyway. Um Hi. Because I can't be, I can't, like, just focus on one thing. I just don't, I can't do it. Um, I decided to paint the windowsill in the, in the sitting room. <laughs> You're bored. And I was like. You're absolutely bored out of your mind. You're stuck in your house. Paint the and I said the whole, you can't go anywhere. whole day screaming at Cookie because she kept trying to get in the windowsill. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to kill these dogs. Um, <laughs> Listen. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. How's your day? going to get better. Yeah, it was grand. I did nothing. Is that Mary? Did you go to chapters yesterday? absolutely nothing. Yeah, I went into chapters yesterday. You should have seen the queue. Oh, my God. It was fucking crazy. Really? Um, chapters. Yeah, it was like... I'd say there was about 40 people in front of me. They were being really good, though. They were only letting in two people at a time, three people at a time. So that's why it was taking so long. But, uh, yeah, chapters is closing down. Why is it closing Devastated down? Devastated for them. See, during the they see what they should have done a long time ago is they should have had an online system set up, but they didn't. And then what happened is a couple of like about two or three months ago they set up this thing where they were like we're closing for a week to do inventory to set up an online system. So I was like, oh great, they're going to have like an online whatever. Um, but obviously that didn't work. It was too little, too late, and now it's gone. And they're going to put some fucking disgusting. I'm sure some disgusting fucking McDonald's in there or something, because it's actually in a really good place. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's right on Parnell Street. It's across from the Jervis Centre. back to the ILAC Centre. Or the ILAC. ILAC Centre, yeah. Like, it's in a really good position. So. Is it? I think that's a shit spot to be. One of them... No, I'd say they're going to put, like, a, a McDonald's or a Burger King or something in there. It's one right across the road. Fortune. Yeah, but sure, there's fucking... They're all beside each other anyway. True. Makes any difference. Sure, there's... Yeah. But uh, R.I.P. chapters. It's sad. Devastated. I used to love... But, like, I used to love going to the old chapters. Oh, the downstairs that smell like piss. The one that like yeah, because that's the new chapters. Chapters wasn't in that building. Yeah, the old, the old chapters. We used to go downstairs to buy college secondhand college books, and it would just smell like piss, yeah. like reeking a piss. I was like, are people coming down here to take a piss in the corner? <laughs> but I presume it was like the carpets or something. I don't know, but you'd have to hold your breath going in. But I'm gonna miss chapters. It's sad, isn't it? Bye bye chapters. Yeah, but sure. Listen, everything's stop buying books on Amazon. I never buy them on Amazon. Support your local. I buy them for if you need if you're looking for a good bookshop, Irish bookshop, Kenny's bookstore in Galway is amazing. They have an online website and you can buy loads of books there. Um, the spiral stairs. Irish bookstores you can buy from. Yeah, their selection isn't great. That's the only thing. It's because it's so it's very small limited, because of that restaurant. Want, like the new titles. Yeah, true. Mm, it's tiny, but uh, yeah, go to Kenny's. Kenny's is great. Not easy. Kenny's. Kenny's is shy. Um. I'm trying to think, do I have any housekeeping? Housekeeping? Yeah. Oh, I do. Go on. 
I wrote down some stuff. Uh, God bless you. Just to say thanks again to, to Go Loud. We finally managed to get the episode up. Took a while, but we got there. Um, there was like, obviously there's going to be like little teething problems or whatever, but we're going to try and make sure it's, it goes up smoothly this week. And like the ads are in the right place and all that. It's very confusing, but we'll figure it out. Um, so thank you to them. Was there anything else that I wanted to say? Oh, and thank you to everybody that's been sending in suggestions for crimes and for stories for us to do. I've got quite a few. I've written them Are they down. coming into Instagram? Um, to... yeah. Share them and share a like. So, uh, no, they're all for me. No, I will. Um, so that I will, I will, I will. So thanks to everyone that's been sending those in and to everyone for their lovely messages and stuff. They've been really cool about like us being on Go Loud. They've been so supportive and really, really nice about it. So thank you. And thank you to everybody that listened uh, on Halloween. To our Halloween spooktacular. Halloween. We really, really appreciate it. There was some, there was some people that uh, took pictures of themselves listening to it and stuff like that. So thank you very, very much. Much appreciated. We the Halloween thing's much. mad, isn't it? Um, but I think that's everything for me. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Um, but but it was so cool. They let us on the radio. Uh, Poland had a Savita Halepanava situation at the weekend. Oh, no. Yeah, a 30-year-old woman died of sepsis. Um, because obviously Poland passed that fucking archaic law, basically, that bans all abortion except in very specific circumstances. And the woman died of sepsis because her baby died inside her. And because it had a heartbeat, they wouldn't abort. So Polish women and Polish women and men, I'm sure, are out protesting at the moment. So just to like, I don't know if we have any Polish listeners, but just to send like... Anna, no, Anna's not Polish. To them. Anna's from Slovakia. Um, no, she's not, yeah. But if there's anybody, not even anybody that's been in this situation, just sending our love and our support because like 30 years of age and she was WhatsApping her parents being like, basically she was like, I'm going to die. Oh my God. She was going to die. What was her name? And then when the doctor, came, oh, I can't, I'll Google her name. When the doctor came in to tell her husband that she died... Uh, he said to her, oh, these things happen. That's what he said to the husband. Sorry? He said to the husband, oh, these things happen. She fucking died. Uh, and she she actually died on the 22nd of September. And the family were basically, I think the family were basically told not to say anything. And they only came out, I think, day before yesterday. And were like, this is after happening. And then obviously there was absolute fucking outroar because... Um, they had been protesting this law since it since it started. Like you were, you remember the po- protests in Poland? Yeah. Well, the, the uh, her name was. Uh, let me get her name. Da, 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 da. It's Isabella, but I want to get her surname. Hold on one second. I just have her first name. Her first name is Isabella, thirty year old woman in the twenty second week of pregnancy who let her who her family said died of septic shock after doctors waited for her unborn baby's heart to stop beating, is the first woman to die as a result of this ruling. And it's not going to be the first, it's not going to be the last because this will continue to happen. Like, I just feel so bad for the women in Poland. Like, I can't begin to imagine it's just, the fear that they must have now. And that's it. It's fear. You it's know? like... Yeah. It's just... It's, it's archaic. And yeah, it's, so basically... Literally exactly what happened to Savita Halepanava just happened to this woman fucking horrific and they're backwards ass backwards politicians in that country who refuse to separate church and state who just refuse to do it and yet the only people that are truly suffering because of this are women that's it so that's it. it's only ever women literally, literally that's it because men aren't suffering no. from this men aren't suffering because they can't the abortion doesn't affect them like I'm sure that man with that lady's past who passed away her husband would have been like, please give her an abortion. We don't want her to die. Like for her to be texting her mother saying, I'm going to get sepsis and die. Yeah. And for her parents not being able to do anything because of this fucking dumbass archaic law. Like, but anyway, yeah, massive shout out to the ladies in Poland. And I hope you guys get some sort of result because, but the fear, the thing is they're probably not. And the reason being is that this law just passed at the summer. So it's a brand new law that they've brought into action. So the chances of it actually being revoked. Slim to none, lads. Fucking nightmare. So, uh, but yeah, that's all I have. That's it, Sarah Jane. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if I was watching anything else. I can't concentrate with this COVID in the very yeah, beginning. Yeah, you got anyway. like the brain fog. It's, it's weird. It's, I don't know if it's brain fog. Kind of. I like... I brain fog all the time, but yeah, <laughs> more, um, 
like an inability to like concentrate. concentrate. Like I can't watch anything that requires me to like just be dedicated to it. I know what um, you mean. So I started watching The Office again. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I haven't stopped laughing. I started yesterday just on a whim and not on a whim, but I was just like, I'll just stick this on. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed that. I finished Ted Lasso and I just sobbed my heart out. <laughs> at, like, <clears throat> like sobbed. Such a great show. <laughs> like such a great show. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I. What else was I watching? I I kind of stopped watching the morning show because, as I said, I can't concentrate. Um, and then I watched <laughs> a couple of episodes of New Girl. I absolutely cannot concentrate. Like, yeah, I'm, you need like those shows. You need is, those shows where you can just shut your brain off. Yeah, my brain is like it's like just m- insane. Sarah yeah. Jane, you got um, the COVID. I got the COVID, man. She got the Rona. It's. Do you know what's mad about getting COVID? What? Like. You kind of feel ashamed. Why? Because there's it's it's like it's not the flu, and it's not, it's like this great big stigma, and you have to stay away from everybody. And like, yeah, I think the staying away from people thing makes you feel that definitely. Like the first well, day of it, it was literally like I have the plague. <laughs> I don't know how I don't have it because I have been in the office since day one, so I don't know how I. Nobody don't have comes this. near you because you're a pain in the hole. Everybody comes near me because I'm fucking great. Um, but yeah, no, I'm shocked that, like, I'm just, I don't know how I don't have it. Like, I have been in the office since the first day that we, like, this was even, lockdown was even, ha- even happened. So I'm like, how the fuck have I not gotten this? Touch wood, but, you know, it yeah. happens. Like, Sarah, when you're, and as well as that, you work in a massive warehouse where there are people coming in and out to eight hours, ten hours a day that you don't know that they're like driving around meeting people at doors putting parcels to, like do you know what I mean it's borderline I know but I don't really like I don't really interact with any of those people I know but they're still in the warehouse dude you're still in the I warehouse in the corner office you know what I mean the top floor by myself I know but you're you're downstairs <laughs> pretend though pretend that I'm not at work <laughs> but you know what I mean like it's that kind of thing where when you're in a building that there's a lot of people coming in and out it's borderline yeah, fucking true. impossible, dude. Like um, we're all trying, we're all trying our best, and you've been so good. And this is just fucking unfortunate that it's happened now at this point. To be honest with you, like, like when you think about it, you were in London and you didn't get it. No, I was in London. Do you know what I, I mean? didn't get it. You were in yeah. fucking London and you didn't get it. And you come back to shitty Dublin, you get fucking COVID. Yeah. I tell you what, if I had, I honestly think because honestly, it has been really rough, and I have been quite unwell. Yeah. Um. Especially with my asthma. And I don't have severe asthma. Like, yeah. if Colin got this, I, know, I would be so I know. worried. I know. And also, um, like, you, you, when you think about it, like, if you didn't have the vaccine, could you imagine how bad it would be? No, that's what I was going to say. So if I yeah. didn't have the vaccine, honest God, I think I would have been in hospital. I think so, um, too. Because my chest so. is so weak. Like, I can't explain... I know I said it on Patreon, but I can't, I can't explain how this has impacted impacted my chest like the it doesn't feel remotely like anything I've ever had before and then obviously the taste and smell thing like this might be my opportunity to eat some things that I've never eaten before so I'm gonna try I'm gonna try I never in the history of my life have enjoyed raw carrots or hummus I always see people eating it and I always see I always think that people are lying to themselves because they're trying to like fucking live dude it's so good the crunch, um, the sweetness mixed with the saltiness of the hummus. Sarah, do it. So I'm going to try that. And then I'm trying to think what else I don't like. But like, to be fair, just like very few food I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got, I, I'm very proud of myself because I got you into goat's cheese. Oh, I love goat's cheese. And you were like, I'm not eating that. And I was like, just fucking taste it. And then you liked it. Yeah. So trust me true. with the carrot thing as well. Yeah, trust so me. Do the carrots. Um, and other bits and pieces and yeah anyway that's the end of that I don't yeah. think I have any housekeeping because we spoke no, on the nothing. Patreon really the other day I think yeah. a lot of the stuff from the Facebook group was around what we spoke on the Patreon yeah, um, yeah, yeah. we're on Go Loud we're doing amazing <laughs> uh, Are we? we're living our best 
it's like, like, look at us. Awards shows. We're just. I've got COVID. (laughs) She's got a mustache. I got a mustache. We're doing great. I had a bit Uh, of diarrhea during the week, but that's gone now. Did you? I did. Graham Graham was telling me a story about a Japanese man who got um, restless anus syndrome (gasps) from COVID. What's they were that? like, it's really rare, but like, yeah, essentially, like, you, you don't really get yourself? restless leg syndrome. Yeah. No. You don't really get restless leg syndrome. And yeah. restless leg syndrome, you literally in your brain goes, move your leg. And you're like, I don't want to move my leg. And your brain is like, move your fucking leg. Move your leg, leg you stupid so bitch. You move, yeah. This is like, you need to poo. Like, <gasps> go do a poo. And you're like, I don't need to poo. And then your brain is like, yes, you, you do. do. And then you get up and you're like I absolutely don't but if I don't get up I'm going to shit myself so it's then like you go to the, you do, year old man oh, but then do you go to the bathroom and you're uh, like I don't need shit yeah you go and you sit there and you're like I knew I didn't need to shit but my brain wouldn't let me that's crap like, literally but yeah. that is so crappy well I hope you don't get restless poop and I don't. You know, hope you don't fecal vomit or fecal, yeah fecal vomit and yeah that's what I hope did you hear about this fucking idiot? Um, what's his name? This Green Packer, Green Bay Packers quarterback. Oh my god, that dude! That's like, uh, that's like, um, I said he got vaccinated, but he didn't get vaccinated. Yeah, so he tested positive for COVID nineteen earlier this week, appearing on a talk show on Friday to cite a number of false statements against the against getting the vaccine and complaining about the woke mob coming for the unvaccinated. But he essentially lied and told people he was vaccinated and told people that he hadn't tested positive and then was hanging out with people when he had COVID and, like, full well, like, knew that he had it. Um, Oh, my God. And is he going to get, like, has he been banned from playing or anything or what's crack? I don't know. Like, it's absolute insanity. But I remember I read that, Um, you know, his his wife or his girlfriend, she's, like, one of these new-age actresses. Yeah, she's one of these fucking new agey kind of people who thinks you can like uh, get rid of COVID by, you know, praying to the moon stars or like laying down your life for the goddess Odessus or some shit like that. Like she's a fucking weirdo. So I'm not surprised that he's like that as well. Taking that um, fucking ivervectin or whatever it's called. He was taking that stuff as well. I did read a really funny thing the other day where they were like, it's on uh, Instagram and it was like, Joe Rogan is just... Uh, Goop for men. <laughs> he is. Joe Rogan looks like a sunburned ball, and people are just absolutely listening. He looks like a sunburned testicle. He hasn't got a brain cell in his fucking head, and every man on the planet is like, Joe Rogan. Like, what? Why? Yeah, and he apparently, he, I like don't watch or listen no. to anything Fuck he does. Dude. I have no idea who he even is. No. Was he in the fear? Remember that show that used to be on the fear factor? I haven't got a clue. All I know him from is Was he the presenter of that show? Could have been. Could have been. I just know him from um, the UFC. That's the only thing I know him from. And apparently he's a comedian, but I sincerely doubt he's a good one. Fuck, dope. Uh, Yeah, fair fact, Joe Rogan was... uh, Yeah. Remember that show? What a fucking... They were like, shove a spider up your asshole for $10. (laughs) And Americans were like, yeah, health insurance. I don't need health insurance. (laughs) God love love America. Jesus Christ, they're going through a lot. (laughs) Um, but uh, yeah, apparently he like obviously was talking about like some alternative nonsense to COVID because he's an anti vaxxer But apparently he does that quite a bit, like where he offers like alternative health solutions. Oh, and so I just thought the thing where they were like, he is literally the male Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, and also like, he is. When I tell you, he is one hundred percent vaccinated. One hundred percent vaccinated, and he's just out here spilling this shit to people because it gets him listeners. He, I'm yeah. telling you now, Joe Rogan is... Anyway, fuck Joe Rogan. That testicle-looking motherfucker, I can't stand him. Ugh. Listen um, to our podcast and Give us Joe Rogan I'm going to go back. Joe Rogan people ain't listening to this. Give us Joe um, Rogan money. Please do, but, like, we don't want any of the Joe Rogan listeners. No, we don't want any of the Joe Rogan nonsense. Uh, but give us the Joe Rogan money. <laughs> give us the money. Um, okay, should I go get Colin? I've got to go and... Oh yeah, but hang on, I'm going to go watch all the Fear Factor episodes. Attention feminists! Murder Most Irish merchandise available now from teespring.com. Plain, boring old tees getting you down? 
Hey, buddy, does your honey scream funny, Duddy? Spruce up your wardrobe with brand new and improved MMI apparel exclusively from Teespring.com. Don't be a mug. Buy one of ours. Like to steal things? Conceal your identity at the local shop and go with a kooky face mask. Be the swingingest crazy bag lady on the block with our organic totes. Murder most Irish merchandise at Teespring.com for all your murder feminist needs. Teespring.com is a third-party company. All stock manufacturing, purchases and refunds are handled exclusively by them. Any queries should be directed to www.teespring.com. Okay, this is horrific and awful. There's a lot of rape, just trigger warnings for all manner of things. Murder, rape, a lot of rape, 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 rape. Um, so my references are from the journal.ie. I'll put all the references in the Instagram page. Uh, the Irish Times, the Irish Independent, uh, Wikipedia, and I got uh, found a podcast called a really good podcast actually called True Crime Enthusiast po- Podcast. It's an English podcast, Ooh. and the guy who does it, it's just all based around English murders. Uh, but this one he did because although it happened in Ireland, the two men that committed the murders were English. So savages, bunch of savages. So that's why he covered this one. But um, my story this week is uh, basically, I don't know what to call it. Yeah, I'm going to say what it is. It's the one woman a week. One, one woman a week murders is basically what it was called. Yeah. Um, and probably, I know a lot of people didn't think that there was any serial killers operating in Ireland. But like these two, these two guys were serial killers and serial rapists. And they were operating in Ireland in the, in the early 70s. So it definitely was happening. Um, right, so uh, John Shaw was born in 1942 in Wigham in the United Kingdom. By 1972, Shaw had 36 convictions under his belt. These convictions were mainly for theft and burglary. That was until 1967 when Shaw was convicted for the indecent assault of a young boy. And upon his release a year later, he attacked and attempted to rape a young woman. So for this attempted rape, rape, Shaw received a seven-year sentence and it was whilst in prison that Shaw met and befriended a man named Jeffrey Evans. Evans and Shaw bonded over being complete fucking scumbags with Evans having racked up over 40 convictions for theft and larceny. Upon release in 1974, Evans and Shaw kept in touch. It seems their friendship spurred on their criminal activities and it began to escalate quickly and terrifyingly. The police began investigating a series of rapes against women in the Manchester area. One of the victims was a 16-year-old daughter of a high-ranking policeman, so the case obviously became a priority. Shaw and Evans were the police's number one suspects, and a search began for them. In order to escape the police, they decided to travel to Ireland, as they believed this would be far enough to avoid detection. And they weren't wrong. As soon as they arrived in Ireland, Shaw and Evans began an immediate crime spree in County Wicklow. They carried out theft and burg- thefts and burglaries not only in Wicklow, but they also travelled to Cork and Tipperary where they broke into houses. Gardy eventually caught the two and in February of 1975, Shaw and Evans were finally arrested, convicted and sent to Mount Joy for two years. So there's like this interview. That the the police, Joy. The Joy, yeah. There's this interview the Gardy did with them and they were like, oh, we had a great time in the Joy. They were like, it was great. It was lovely compared to like English jails. So they actually didn't mind being there at all. Fucking lunatics. So I know Shaw and Evans were released at the same time, serving only 18 months of their two year sentence. Yeah, that's not right. Yeah. And once again began another crime spree. This time it would not be burglary, but instead the horrific rape and murder of two young women. So whilst in Mount Joy, Evans and Shaw decided to set themselves a plan once released. They called this plan One Woman a Week. These two vile fucks decided they would rape and murder one woman a week for as long as they could get away with it. So Evans and Shaw befriended. This doesn't sound real, does it? It sounds like something somebody made up. No, like, it, it sounds, sounds like, like, like it sounds like a movie. Yeah, it sounds like a really bad Netflix, like a TV horror show. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Evans and Shaw befriended another man in prison who gave them a plant place to stay once they were released. The man lived in Tipperary, and two days after Evans and Shaw walked free of Mount Joy, they borrowed a, a car from the man and drove to Dublin. It was here they collected some belongings they had stored in Houston Station and then decided to drive to Britishus Bay in County Wicklow. They're having a little tour. A little tour around Ireland. A little jaunt. A little jaunt. So British Bay is a popular seaside town that attracts a lot, a lot of people from Dublin during the summer months. I bet they hate the dubs. <laughs> In Bridge Bay. I've ever people in Wicklow are like, go home. 
because that's oh, how yeah, I feel probably. about you. That's how I'm not. So you. <laughs> I fucking... <laughs> I fucking, you need to go back home. Go back to your own county. So Evans and Shaw had some drinks in a local pub and then decided they would burglarise some of the tourist caravans as both of them were running low on money. So Shaw told Evans that not only did he want to break into the caravans, but that he also wanted to, quote, find a bird and have it off with her. I hate this man. So the two decided they would drive around looking for any women who were hitchhiking. Shaw would get out of the car and Evans would drive up to them, making it seem less dangerous as there was only one man in the car. So this was their entire thing. They had it all planned out. So the two of them would be in a car, they'd see a woman and then they'd stop and one of them would get out of the car and the other one would keep driving, pick her up, then turn around and he'd go back for the other guy and be like, oh, that's my friend, I just have to collect him. So they had a whole scheme ready to go, like... Um, so on the night of August 28th, 1976, 23-year-old Elizabeth Plunkett would become the men's first victim in Ireland. Elizabeth was a clerk from Ringsend in County Dublin. She and four of her friends and her boyfriend decided to visit British Bay, British Bay for a weekend getaway. Elizabeth was an intelligent, kind, adventurous person, according to everybody who knew her. So Elizabeth and her friends decided to go to McDaniel's pub to enjoy a meal and some drinks. And then during the night, an argument broke out between Elizabeth's boyfriend and one of their friends. Elizabeth asked them to stop arguing or she would leave. And when the argument continued to 11pm, Elizabeth got up, got up and left the pub. Oh no. Yeah, so... Sean Evans were in the same pub at the same time as Elizabeth. And when they saw her leave, they followed her. The two Aww. started their plan. Shaw got out of the car a little ways down the road and hid behind, or just beside the road, like into a little bush, as Evans pulled up next to Elizabeth and asked her if she wanted a lift. And unfortunately, Elizabeth agreed. Elizabeth, still angry at the argument that had happened in the pub, told Evans she wanted to go back to Dublin. Evans told her that that was exactly where he was headed. Evans then turned around and picked up Shaw, explaining to Elizabeth that he was giving his friend a lift too. The two men carried on a conversation with Elizabeth, mainly to lull her into a false sense of security. And about 25 minutes into the drive, Evan stopped the car abruptly on a dark, secluded road in Castle Tymon, and he and Shaw began their attack on Elizabeth. Elizabeth put up an immense struggle, but the men overpowered her. Massive trigger warnings for this. Her hands were tied behind her back and she was beaten nearly unconscious. The two men then dragged Elizabeth into Castle Tymon Woods, where they violently raped her. Evans would later confess, quote, John Shaw had intercourse with her. He forced himself on her as she didn't want to. I walked away while John was doing this. After about a quarter of an hour, I came back. The girl was lying what? on the ground and John was sitting next to her. Now, I don't believe for a second that he walked away. So Evans, he then, John Shaw, he said, Evans said John Shaw raped her and then he said he walked away and then he came back and then he himself repeatedly raped Elizabeth. Evans and Shaw continued to rape Elizabeth throughout the night. As daybreak came, the men, two men decided they would have to stop and go back to their car. Evans then told Shaw that he would have to kill Elizabeth, telling Shaw, quote, remember what happened in England. So I just have this in parentheses. This is in reference to the rapes the two men carried out in England and how they had possibly decided not to leave any more victims alive that could identify them. So they'd raped three girls in England but left them all alive and then... Yeah. They went to the police. They're like, we're not doing that anymore. So Shaw raped Elizabeth again. And then he took the sleeve of a shirt from his bag and choked her to death. Jesus Christ. Sean Evans then went about disposing of Elizabeth's body. They decided to leave her body in the woods over woods that day because it was coming into daybreak and then return that night. So by this time, Elizabeth's family and friends had begun searching for her. So they'd actually begun searching about 15 minutes after she left the pub because they went looking for her and they couldn't find her. So they couldn't find her at the caravan park. They didn't take 15 minutes. That's like nothing. Do you know what I mean? But they had already gotten her. Nothing at all. Her panicked family searched for hours but could not find her. And then the guards were contacted. So Shaw and Evans drove back to the woods and placed Elizabeth's body in the car. So during that day, after they murdered her, the two carried out burglaries in the areas and had stolen a lawnmower. Like they just went on a mad one. They raped this girl, put her body, murdered her, put her bodies in the woods and then went on a burglary spree. Fucking psychopaths. They drove to the shore and stole a boat. boat. They then placed Elizabeth's body. A boat. Like a little 
dinghy boat. They then yeah. placed Elizabeth's body in the boat along with the lawnmower. They tied the lawnmower around Elizabeth's waist and dropped her body in the water and watched as the young woman sank to the bottom. Elizabeth's body would be found by a fisherman a month after her murder after she washed up on his shore in County Wexford. So, Sean Evans then decided to dispose of Elizabeth's clothes. They drove back to the caravan park and in a dark corner started to burn her belongings. At this point, a guard car arrived as the people staying in the park had called them to advise there were two weird-looking men hanging around the area. The guardie questioned the men and they gave the names of John and Geoffrey Murphy. They said they were brothers. So the guards, guards actually decided they weren't doing anything wrong and were just like, left the park. So bear in mind, Elizabeth had been reported missing at this point and they didn't go, you know what, there's two weirdos in the park that we've never seen around here before burning no, shit so in a fire and there's a woman missing. Maybe we should have fucking investigate this. Absolutely. So Evan and Shaw, Evans and Shaw fl- fled the area. They were gone. So Elizabeth's family and friends, along with the guardie, continued their search. So six days after Elizabeth went missing, a volunteer searcher found a woman's sandals and a bra in the Castle Time and Woods. Elizabeth's friends were able to confirm both items belonged to her. What they had feared had happened to Elizabeth seemed to be coming true. So the guardie continued their search, um, but the initial missing persons case had now become a potential murder case. So a few hours after the discovery of some of Elizabeth's belongings, a member of the Gardaí found a small paper tag laying in the bushes. The tag had a piece of string that was used to tie to something and the name written on it was Geoffrey Murphy. So remember when the guards interviewed the two of them and they gave the fake name, Geoffrey Murphy? Yeah. What he had done is the day that they went up to Dublin and went to Houston Station, when he had put that stuff into the locker, he gave the fake name Geoffrey Murphy. And obviously they wrote a tag and attached it to the clothes. So when he when they were in the in the whatever they were doing in the fucking woods, obviously the tag fell off his clothes and it had the fake name and then the guard was like, That's the fake name they're after giving me, so they put two and two together. Finally. Not the brightest. No. Uh this name was sent to the Garda station and the Garda who had been called out to the caravan park to investigate the two men who were loitering realised the connection. He was able to give a detailed description of the men. And this was passed around to Garda stations in every county. So Shaw and Evans were now on the run. They stole a Ford Cortina in Bandon and County Cork and continued to drive around the country carrying out home invasions. They also purchased a mobile home in which they stored all the items they had stolen. It's fucking crazy. It's so, insane. Yeah, it's insane. So on the 26th of September 1976, the two men arrived in Castlebar, County Mayo. The two were now looking for another woman. Sean Evans went into a petrol station just outside Castle Bar. The owner felt there was something off about the two and took down the registration of the car. It was so funny because I was reading this. They were like, they were like, why did you think, what did you think was off about them? And he was like, they were English. (laughs) (laughs) The only reason he had. Um, So he took down the registration. He was like, this is odd. And then he was reading the newspaper. And read that there were two English men wanted in connection with the disappearance of a young girl in Wick, a young lady in Wicklow. So the owner debated about calling the guardie because he was like, I don't know if this is linked. They don't want them to think I'm a fool or whatever. But the next morning he did ring them, giving the guardie the number plate and a description of both men. Unfortunately, the call was placed too late to save the life of the pair's next victim. So maybe if he kind of called that day. Oh, they could no. have, you know, there's a lots, lots of like <clears throat> ifs and buts about this, you know, that way. So yeah. at 11 p.m. on September 26th, Mary Duffy was finishing her shift at a local coffee shop. Mary had been waiting on her brother, Michael, to give her a lift home, but he had not turned up. She then called his house, but did not get an answer. Mary then called her brother's workplace and her brother's man- manager had told Mary that Michael was on a call, but she'll be back soon. And he would ask Michael to pick her up on her way home. So the manager was like, you just start walking and I'll tell him to get you when he's driving. So as Mary... People are mad back in this time. Weren't they in Ireland? People were just like, let me walk around these fucking boring roads at two o'clock in the bleeding morning. I'm like... Yeah, let me know I'm on the way. Yeah. So as Mary stood in the phone box, Shaw and Evan sat in their car watching her and waiting. So once again, horrific trigger warnings for this, for violence and rape. So as Mary began to walk home, Shaw got out of the car and began to follow her. He then grabbed Mary and dragged her to the ground. As she fought him off, Evans pulled up on the car and Shaw managed to drag her into the back seat. 
It was reported that screams were heard, but the Gardaí were never contacted. Shaw punched Mary so hard that he broke her braces on her teeth. And the Gardaí would later find parts of them on the street along with some of her teeth. Like, that's how hard he punched her. Shaw tied Mary's hands and shoved tissue paper into her mouth to silence her screams. She was then driven to a secluded road where the two men took turns raping her in the backseat of the car. The men drove for 65 minutes, stopping the car to alternate between driving and raping Mary. Shaw then drove the car to a remote clearing in Ballina Hinch. It was here that the two men stripped her and tied her to a tree. They then pitched a tent as they decided they were going to keep Mary with them for as long as they could. What? This is horrific, Sarah. And you know what's really fucked up is that there nobody talks about this. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is absolutely horrific what happened to these two women. And it's kind of just not spoken about ever. Until I kind of had to delve deeper today to try and find information. But, like, it's not a well-known case, you know? Yeah. Um. So the men continued to rape Mary throughout the night, then went to sleep in the tent, leaving her tied to the fucking tree. On a September evening, in Ballina fucking Hinch. The next day, the men took turns carrying out their normal chores. Such as going to the shop and going to the pub as this poor woman was tied to a fucking tree. After beating and raping Mary again, Evans gave Mary pills, telling her they were sleeping pills and that they would take her home. When Mary passed out, Evans pulled a pillow over Mary's head and suffocated her. Jesus. So at this point, Mary had still not been reported missing by her family, as they presumed she had spent the night in town and gone straight to work the next day. Evans and Shaw then drove Mary's body to Loch Inna, where they stole a boat. They then tied a concrete block around her waist and an anchor as well. And they did as what they did to Elizabeth. They threw her in the water and watched her sink to the bottom. They went back then to where the car was and they started to burn the remaining bits of Mary's clothing. Mary would not be found for three weeks after her murder. It was only when the lake was dragged that her body was discovered. So was Mary, the lake dragged because they were looking for her? The lake was dragged because they caught them and they told, her, told them where the body was. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Mary's sister Christina became concerned on the 27th when Mary did not arrive home and reported her missing to the Gardaí. The Gardaí became concerned as Mary's disappearance seemed similar to Elizabeth's and the information the garage owner had given of the two English men in the area made them believe it was linked and they needed to find the men. <clears throat> Amazing. Amazing detective work. So. Yeah. Shaw and Evans decided to travel to Galway to find their next victim. The Gardaí were now searching for them and the four Cortina that they were driving. Two Gardaí were walking past a hotel in Galway in the town and they noticed a four Cortina and it had the same registration number that the petrol station owner had given them. The two guards called for backup and as Shaw and Evans left the hotel, the Gardaí like jumped on them. So the reason the two men had been leaving the hotel was to follow a woman that they had found who would be their next victim. So the Gardaí had just arrived like just on time, literally just on time. Like someone was looking out for that woman, I swear to God. The two men were interrogated separately, but both maintained they had nothing to do with the disappearance of the two women. Sean Evans were interviewed throughout the night, but neither would give any information. So upon further uh, interrogation, it was Shaw who broke broke first. Now, the only reason he broke is because one of the guards uh, realised he was a Catholic because he had like a, what, like a miraculous medal around his neck. And the, and the oh, guard okay. was Catholic as well. And he was like, maybe I'll get to him that way. So, you know, he was talking to him about God and about how awful it was for this person's family. And he was like, do you want to pray with me? And they started praying together. And then Shaw just broke down. I was like, we did it. So he blamed Evans, saying he orchestrated the entire thing. He told the detective, quote, God help me, it was the devil who made me do it. Keep him away from me. So, Shaw gave the guardie detailed information about what had happened to Elizabeth and Mary. He gave them a written and signed confession, but he was still blaming Evans. He said, quote, I wanted to let Mary go, and Jeff said we couldn't. I got a cushion out of the car and put it over her head and put my hands around her neck and killed her. We threw her into the back of the car with her clothes. Jeff said he had picked a spot to dump her. So uh, the guardie then told Evans that Shaw had admitted to everything and he too broke down and confessed. 
The two men then brought the Gardaí to where they had raped Mary and where they had dumped her body. Both men were then charged with the murders of Elizabeth Plunkett and Mary Duffy. So this is from the journal.ie verbatim. When being brought to Dublin's Mountjoy prison, handcuffed det- Garda detective Jerry O'Carroll, it's reported Sean leaned over and said it was as well that it had been caught because he and his partner were planning on, quote, doing one a week. Jesus. So, yes, it's fucking nuts. So the men's trial began in 1978 and it was lengthy and fucking unnecessary. The two men said that their constitutional rights had been taken from them as the Gardaí held them longer than the 48 hours they were meant to before charging them. So this was their entire defence. They were like, well, they held them too long, so you have to let them go. So both Shaw and Evans pled not guilty after confessing and signing said confessions. Yeah, of course they did. That's all what happens. However, the jury saw through this BS and on the 9th of February 1978... John Shaw was sentenced to life in prison for the murders of Elizabeth Plunkett and Mary Duffy. He also received a 14-year sentence for rape and two years for false imprisonment. So this is from the journal.ie describing the moment Shaw was sentenced. He leaned forward in the dock dressed in a three-piece navy suit and wearing a grown-out crew cut and he grinned. So Jeffrey Evans was also found guilty uh, and of murder on the 8th of December 1978 and was also sentenced to life in prison with 14 years for rape and false imprisonment. Both men would later go on to appeal, but the appeals were rejected. Good. Good. So both men were sent to Arbor Hill Prison to live out their sentences. One source said about John Shaw, quote, he is a nasty piece of work and should never be allowed out. If he were to be released again, he would almost certainly kill again. So, Jeffrey Evans died on the 20th of May, 2012. I think he died of, like, being a cunt or, I don't know. So, John Shaw yeah. remains in Arbor Hill, where he is still considered a high risk for reoffending, and is Ireland's longest-serving prisoner. He's been there for 46 years. However, this has not stopped the Court of Appeal from granting him two days of escorted temporary release per month. So they started uh, giving this to him in 2020. This seems to be a new thing that they're doing now. So Garda O'Carroll, who was one of the main guards involved in the entire thing, said, quote, It was a nightmare. It was a horror heaped on horror. I don't think we have ever had an abomination on two feet like we did with Evans and Shaw. That is the story. The absolute two fucking biggest scumbags in the world. And like a story that isn't really talked about or mentioned about no and the way they died that's it like i only learned about it because we started this podcast podcast, and i was on wikipedia yeah it's crazy like i had never heard of this before and they were serial killers and serial rapists like they yeah you know they had like they it was it was raping serial like repeated rape violent but repeated rape then murdered and then Threw them out, threw them out to sea. That was like it's a, it's an mo. It's a repeated mo. It's serial. Yeah. So you know it's so odd when people are like, oh, there was no serial killers in Ireland. I was like, they were, there were, but they weren't Irish. They weren't Irish. No, yeah. they were two English lads that came over here. Like, but it's mad to I think in this. Very important to say. Oh, go on. It's very important. Is it? I'm great. Uh, no, it's it's the most important thing I'm ever going to say to you, and you have to remember. Go. If me and you ever commit a crime together. <laughs> Okay. Ever. Ever. Not if, not if, but when, when we commit yeah, a crime agree. together. Yeah. Right? And we get arrested. Yeah. You just need to know <laughs> that when the guards come in and say, Sarah Jane's in there spilling her guts. You're not. I just I, Yeah, I know. I would not do that to you. It's so funny the way, like, that's the thing the guards do. They're like, oh, he told us he did it. And then the other person's yeah. like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I'd, be, I'd be like, well, fair play to him. I didn't, I didn't yeah. do it. He can tell you whatever the fuck he wants like. like. It's so he said, odd. Uh, you, he said you did it with him. Grant, <laughs> he's lying. Like, I didn't, so. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't but with yeah. him. But it's just mad to think that, like, they were like, we're going to sit down and devise a plan where we go to Ireland and we rape and murder one woman, woman a week. Like, that was just the plan that they had. Yeah, I know. And that was like, like. For two also to absolute say that to the guards. I know, right? Yeah. And then be like, oh, yeah, actually, we plead not guilty. 
Sorry. Like, we didn't do, and then they were like, our human rights were blah, blah, blah. I was like, what the fuck are you, and it, like their, their defense team were so irritating because their defense team were like, oh, they talked about this on the Late Late Show. So that means everybody is like, you know, turned against them. And, and I was like, no, everybody's turned against them because they raped women and threw them in the fucking sea, you stupid cunts. Yeah. But like they were blaming like RTE for the jury wanting to convict them. I was like, what? But yeah, horrific murder. Did Gabo do the Late Late Show then? He was. It was in 1976, oh, so it would have been Gabo, yeah, but apparently they had like a thing. That's was, insane. Because I asked, I asked my mum, did she remember this? And she said no. She's like, I don't That's remember that like, My mum and dad have never told me this like story. Like, like never. When I'm like, you know, tell me And I don't know if it's a thing where, stories. because it was 1976 Ireland, that it was kind of like, because it was Not raped, maybe it. they just didn't talk about it. But I actually remember saying to my mum, do you remember two girls that were murdered raped and murdered and dumped in, in the in the sea and she was like no what are you talking about I was like it happened you were like and I did it it was me but also like the other side of it as well is like the fact that there were two English men you think every person in Ireland would be like I knew yeah. it was them Do I looked at the garage the guy in the garage was like yeah he was they like, were English <laughs> they were dodgy <laughs> and they were like why and he was like they were English <laughs> <laughs> but it, like people don't get that but like Eng- <laughs> English people living in like or being in rural Ireland in yeah, the 70s like, what's going on here yeah would have been like literally and that's the thing about Ian Bailey as well where people are like I don't understand yeah. like there must be smoke without there must be some fire like because there's smoke and it's like yeah you're probably right in that case however <laughs> you potentially aren't because he's English and he's living in the west of Cork in the like... 70s 80s and 90s it's just not that's heard like, of that's like well they're obviously a killer but like that's where like where I come from if there's anybody in the vill- in like our village that doesn't that they don't know or if they hear like a different accent they're like who's that it's yeah. that whereas living in the city you're like I don't give a fuck couldn't yeah. care less like um, yeah but it's a horrific horrific awful thing that happened to them I actually tried to find some information about you know the girls families or anything like that but I couldn't find anything so I'd say it's all very hush hush like even I the, do um, think that that's one of the big reasons why we don't know. I think because of just the the time it yes, was. And it was the fact a very that, like, specific the, time in Ireland, yeah. Yeah, that the, no one was talking about what happened. And I'd say that it was like they were murdered. And yeah, I would say like that the rape was also reported. But I would say it was like they never spoke about like how violent or like no. there was no details. Like it was horrific. Like, it was just, and it's like that thing where... When Emma, I said, I just said she like it doesn't sound real. It doesn't sound yeah. real. It sounds like something that somebody wrote, like for two men, and it's not that it's not that long ago. Like it's fuck it. He's still no, it really well, like isn't. one of them's dead, but the other guy's still alive. You know yeah. what I mean? Anyway, fuck the both of them. I hope they're rotten hell. You and did a good job. Thanks. I finally got information on it because I couldn't get anything for a long time. Um, no, I couldn't I find, find anything. Yeah, crazy. it's really because there's like a Wikipedia article is about four lines, and then I found some Irish independent lock articles, but they were behind a lock thing, so I just paid for it. And I was like, I'll get these because uh, it's really hard. There's, the Cork Examiner had a really good story. Actually, I might put that in as well. Cork Examiner had a really good story on it. But yes, yeah, so if you want to read more about that, there I'll put the references in. And there's a book called Irish Killers by an author whose name I cannot remember now. And I'll put the link for that as well. Sarah Jane know. Hefferden, That's I believe, the one. The That's someone if you want yeah. to read some awful fucking She's shit. Very famous. On a, on, a, on a Wednesday afternoon. On a Wednesday yeah. afternoon. So that's um, it. There's the horribleness. That's the horribleness done. That's the awfulness. It's so strange. I'm just in know. Colin's room and Colin and Craig are here looking at me. Well, Craig's not. Colin is. Colin's just staring at me. <laughs> What's wrong? Turn on your camera. Hold on. Let me turn it on. Uh, oh, there you are. Start video. Can you see him? <laughs> Where is he? Where is he? He is just staring at you. <laughs> He's just staring at me. <laughs> He's like this. When I when you turned on the camera, this is all I could see in the corner. Look at me. Well, like this. Yeah, that's he's just been staring at me for like the last hour and I'm like, What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Um but yeah, that's everything. Awfulness, murder, rape, mustaches. It's got it's got all the uh the best all the elements hits, all the elements all the greatest hits yeah. of a terrible crime have you ever seen you know that what? uh what one what's the, num- the number one greatest hits of a terrible crime it happens to a woman yeah and also the guardian are like ooh, ooh, ooh. the guardian are like uh yeah sorry she I didn't come home did she maybe, uh, maybe, maybe she's she out get, 
Well, maybe is she a bit of an easy woman? Is she a bit easy? That's yeah. what I love. But do you ever she see that? A um, skirt. <laughs> do you ever see that uh, bit that uh, what's his name Dylan Moran does, where he's like, when you're on holidays, you can always spot an Irish person because they have Irish head or Irish hair, <laughs> and he pushes yeah. all his hair over to that. One yeah. of the guys looks exactly like that, even though he's English. I'm oh, like, really? Yeah, I'll put up the pictures. He looks, ex- he's just got all his hair swept over to this side. Um, but yeah, I have nothing else, Sarah Jane. Go away. Leave me alone. Why? <laughs> Look, at this Look at this. The moustache. Uh, um, I have nothing else. Do you have anything else? No, I'd just like to say happy Christmas. Everybody stay safe, wear a mask, don't get COVID. It's terrible. <laughs> like Sarah did. Like, <laughs> like, it is. I love the way the two of us have been like, De- dirty fuckers, stop getting COVID. And then we're yeah. like, Sarah has COVID, so well. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, though. It's fine. It's fine. She's getting better. Sarah I'm trying to type COVID. Look, I'm typing. Typing. Oh, look at have this. Have you seen Colin's insane keyboard? Yeah, well, the like. Yeah, with all the fucking lights. His game Have you seen Colin's picture that he has of himself on Zoom? Yeah, I think he uses that on uh, his his WhatsApp whenever he rings me as well. He's like... Yeah. uh, Do you remember that show, that cartoon show in the 90s of the babies? They lived in the sky, but they drank in a bar and drank milk. Please Uh tell me you remember this. I do. This is ringing a bell. So they were like cartoon, but they were babies, but they were like, like in oh, that's gonna a, drive me mental. a utopian civilization where there was no cartoon, adults and there were babies. Cartoon babies in the sky. They're like, in the arms of, of an angel. Has Colin got a whiteboard or is that his tablet? Oh, he's holding. His hand. Oh, no, it's his tablet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, hold on. Is this it? Show me. It was one of the babies a detective? Yeah. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. That's it. Yeah. So Uh, what was it called? Bebe Lorraine. It was French. Of course it was French. I'm not surprised this is French at all. Uh Uh The babies are drinking the alcohol. There was only one season of it. Shockingly. So how many episodes, how many times did we watch those? 10 episodes on yeah, fucking repeat. Like, I think, honestly, and I might be making this up, and maybe, I hope I am, and, <laughs> but I think T.G. Cahar just took those 10 episodes and they made like did. 175, yeah, and then just... dubbed them with different Irish things. Oh, shock. A lawn scumalox to spare. That's all I know in Irish. Um, yeah, it's French. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 1993. Gas. Gas. Um, anyway, have you anything else happening? Tell me. No, I'm not now. That was very Grant. good. I have to say figure go- out a story now. I've got a week to do it. Say goodbye to the people. I'd like to say thanks very much for supporting me in this difficult time. Ah, uh, just for men. This is for just- uh, my moustache. Is that for your moustache? I'd like to do my eyebrows with this just for men. Apparently it's very good for <laughs> your eyebrows. it's good, yeah. What do you guys use it for? Just your beards, is it? Your pubes. Colin uses it for his pubes. I knew we were just going to say that. That's why I got there before. Say goodbye, Sarah Jane Heffernan. Goodbye, Sarah Jane Heffernan. Yeah, dirty COVID bitch. I riddled hope everybody has a great week. Riddled. I'm riddled. <laughs> I'm currently in bed. This is where I'll be staying. Me and Ollie. There he is. Ollie Bolly Boo, where is he? Show him. Can you he hear me? Look. No, he can't. Oh, he can't hear you. Ollie Bolly Boo. Look at me, Ollie. Oh, he's blind as a bat. He can't hear me or see me. Ah, Oliver. Jesus. He's asleep and he's Poor having a little. great night. Where is the other two dogs? Downstairs being, because the fire is lit. Ah, so they're having on. a good time. So they haven't, uh, they haven't moved. Aww. Goodbye, everybody. Oh, oh Jesus, Graham, I need to chase. Hand me the scat bag. I'm the scat bag. Stick me in your booty when you gotta go. Just gotta go. Stick me in your booty when you gotta go. I know you need to Just gotta go. Stick me in your booty when you gotta go. And I'm here to tell you. Just gotta go. I got Stick me in your booty when you gotta go. Cause I'm the scat bag. When you really gotta be a bum bunny Ah, Jesus Graham, I'm losing me mind. Me scat back, it's talking to me. 
Hey, Sarah Jane. Everybody does it one way or the other, so check out my message to you. If you're in a public place and you don't have the space, so you're in a real hurry and you need to poo, there's a nightly solution that doesn't cause pollution and it's gonna be a surefire hit. Sarah Jane always carries one, Emma's gonna marry one, no pun intended. I'm the shit, I'm the scat bag. Who's the scat bag?